So you walk into CVS and you look at the fridge. And the drinks are cold. It's a hot day. And you have to choose Coke or Pepsi. Isn't so much of life like that? Remember those days when you didn't have to make those decisions? We didn't get to make those decisions. Are we better off now? Is it worth it? Is it worth it to be our authentic self? To pay the price for being true to who we are? Welcome to Consciously, a podcast focused on honest conversation by regular people and for regular people seeking spiritual growth. Consciously, it's uh, Menachem Poznanski. I'm here in the Consciously studios. I was about to do an episode um, on the word good. And then I looked over and noticed my son, Tani, who's hanging out here. He's uh, working with us as a student summer intern um, at Consciously. And um, I looked over and he was drinking Pepsi. And it got me thinking uh, about this song that I, that I heard that I'm going to play for you. Just a part of it from my friend Pini Schachter, uh, who's a remarkable artist uh, and musician, and uh, he's fantastic. He's really amazing. I definitely recommend uh, reaching out and uh, listening to his stuff. Um, he's available on Spotify and all that stuff. Anyway, he has this remarkable song that he wrote as a joke, and it's one of my favorite things I've ever heard. So I wanted to play it a little bit for a few minutes, and then... Uh, invite Tani to talk about it because I think he has a lot to say about this. So here is Pini Schachter. The name of the song is Coke or Pepsi. Coke or Pepsi What fulfills my fancy In this moment Don't expect me to know Okay, so the reason why I love that song is because it talks about a lot of things. It talks about the complexity of life, and it talks about the fact that, you know, we oftentimes look at life and we're left with choices, and we have to choose between two seemingly meaningless things or overwhelming things, or sometimes we want both things. But what really the song really captures, and this is, I think, where uh, Tani comes in, um, is we all experience those moments where we transition from a place of being adult to uh, being child to being an adult. And we oftentimes look back at those previous times in our lives 
uh, when we didn't have to choose, right? And oftentimes in those times, we were always waiting for the opportunity to choose. But those more simple times, and we didn't have to choose between these very, very innocuous things, these innocuous choices, but that make us so overwhelmed and, and make life feel so intense or makes us feel like we have to pick a team. I'm a Pepsi team or I'm a Coke team. I have to be on this political team or that political team. And, and oftentimes childhood is a time when we don't have to do that. I think one of the real tragedies of our time is that even children now have to choose some kind of political leaning as if that's appropriate or they know what they're talking about. So anyway, so uh, we have Tani here. He's a, he's a, a real deal 14-year-old uh, who is just emerging out of that space where mommy makes all of his decisions for him and he's starting to make some of his own decisions and uh, he's it'd be great to really hear from him like what what is first of all welcome Tani thank you for joining us hi so well first of all what, how, how what's it been like interning at consciously studios it's really boring because <laughs> I'm doing just like data entry it's really boring it's really boring uh, adults are rolling their eyes going, yeah, that's what work is. A lot of work is boring. Uh, Tani's actually uh, designing a little bit of a mural behind me, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. He put the first character on the mural is Mario. Um, it's Mario, not Mario. Mar right. Mario. Okay, Mario from Mar Mario Brothers. It's Mario and um, Brothers. you chose Mario instead of, um, <laughs> instead of Link. Uh, from Zelda. Why, why did you choose Mario? Um, I only chose that because, I don't know, I feel like Mario is more rec recognizable than Link. Because, oh, okay. I mean, he's just like, when you think of video games in general, one of the first things you think of is Mario. So I feel like to adults, which are mostly listening to, to this podcast, I feel like that would be more recognizable than Link, which is like next to Mario and Nintendo. But in gaming in general, most people don't really know who Link is. So you picked the popular the cliche move. Yes. Of, that's different for you. That's it not. is. I usually, even though like I, I like Link much better. I just like the Zelda games because like puzzles, it's like more complicated than oh, you press the B button to run and A, and then you just jump. Like okay. it's whatever. You you tend to to lean towards what's not necessarily kind of in style or like cliche or what everyone else is doing. Is that would that be accurate? I mean. I'm not really telling the entire truth. Also, um, I first drew Link, and it was really bad. And then I realized, oh, Mario's much easier, because Mario is just a bunch of circles, because he's fat. <laughs> so, it's <laughs> okay, much but easier. Ba but back to my deep, therapeutic, driving question. You tend to, like, not necessarily toe the line, kind of go in the way that everyone else is going. Is that Would that be accurate? Uh, I guess so. I guess so. Well, why do you think that is? Because I think that... Like, let's say Fortnite, like, two years ago. I mean, it's the old thing, but whatever. Right. I was, personally, I hated it. I never wanted to play it. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yes. Right. So I was, like, the core one, just joking, because I was the loser who didn't play. Right. But you felt, like, inside, you felt like I'm, like, a little cooler because I don't play Fortnite, even though everyone else is. Does that play out a lot in your life, where you're, like, trying not to get too lost in what society is expecting from you? Yes. And... And do you think that that is driven by a desire to kind of pave your own path? I guess so. You guess so? Yeah. Okay. So so that you would think that that comes from some kind of like a desire for a sense of individualism? Yes. Right. So you, you like desire to have your own message. Yeah. So when did that start? Like 
when did you first realize that you wanted to be like your own person that you didn't want to just necessarily follow the flock? Um, I'm not really sure, but I think the first thing that just came to mind was, I don't know, when I was like 10 or 11 or nine or whatever, right. um, a lot of people started watching like, um, like, like, like shows with real people, but I like just sat on, uh, and watched cartoons. Right. I mean, it just, I liked that better, mm-hmm. even though like I felt a little immature. Right. But like, I just, it, I liked it much better. And then, and now like I, like I watched the office and like, it was funny and for, te- for a 10 year old, it would have been really stupid. But now I understand not all the jokes, but I understand most of the jokes. And like now, I mean, it's really a cartoon, but I just started watching The Simpsons and it really like merges like my my love for cartoons and and then it's like sarcastic social yes. commentary. Yeah. Right. So so but so you're saying like because you held back from maybe engaging some of those things when other people were doing them at an earlier age and did what you wanted. So you found out that you actually were better off because you got to kind of experience things in a more appropriate time. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is then, and I, I don't mean to, I'm just trying to interpret uh, from the few words that you used. What you're saying is perhaps, if, if I'm understanding correctly, you found out that if you don't follow the flock, then sometimes like you can be more true to yourself or you can have your own experience, which is better than trying to do what everyone else is doing. Yes. So, when I sat down here, you t- I said, I said, what should we talk about? So you said, we should talk about depression, right? <laughs> so, and having feelings of depression or sadness are kind of normal. It's regular for uh, somebody at your age. Um, you know, it's, it can be very, very intense to be 14 years old, 13 years old. Uh, middle school is a very, very difficult time in particular. So thank God I got out of middle school. Thank God you got out of middle school. Okay. So the question is, do you think that that attitude of trying to kind of pave your own path or be your own person has also had somewhat of a negative impact. Meaning does it lead you in lead you to a space where maybe you feel more depressed or more sad or more lonely? Yeah. Cause uh, sometimes like uh, I'll be doing this thing and my friends will all think I'm immature, but uh, whatever. And, and then I can't, and then they're doing something else and I just can't relate. Right. Um, like my cousins, they, they, they used to, or the same example, example was, stupid Fortnite. um uh they 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 played and i couldn't relate and then they, they were hanging out i could i i would hang out but i would just sit and and i would like sit on and do nothing because i just i couldn't relate i didn't want to play that so right. it's hard sometimes so you're saying that there's a there's a price to pay for authenticity yes do you feel like you'll look back later on at this time of your life and be happy that you sacrificed to be yourself and to have your own experience? Or will you look back and feel like, wow, I really like wasted time. Um, no, just not being like everybody else. No, I am a, uh, I think I'll be happy that I did, that I'm not exactly the same like everyone else. Um, like I have long hair and I used to be made fun of, but like whatever. And now it's like, that's my thing. Like, like, like no one has made fun of me. For having long hair in years, just because that that's my thing, and like no one does that, that's my thing. So, just like sometimes, sometimes when I do something, it catches on only for me, and then and then everyone knows me as that kid with long hair, or that kid who still plays Nintendo games, or that kid who still watches cartoons, and that's my thing. 
So you're saying if you're if you persevere and you kind of stick it out and you be yourself and you be true to yourself, eventually, even though initially you can feel isolated, people come to accept you for who you are as a person. Yes. And th- and that's meaningful for you. Yeah. Because you didn't have to sell out. Yeah. Nice. It's also nice. I'm uh once I figured out how to use Reddit, and I'm uh so now I'm on communities with millions of people who like the exact same thing as me and I see memes about it. Not that I'm talking to them, but it's nice. Do you feel a little less alone? Yes. In the world. Yeah. And that's why when you went to CVS today you bought Pepsi instead of Coke. No. It's just because I like Pepsi better. Oh my oh my God. You like Pepsi better than Coke? I'm I I also I also haven't woman. had it in a while. <laughs> okay. So you're saying you got Pepsi because you felt like it? Yes. Okay, great. Amazing. Thank God. Okay, this is a, a great little episode. Do you feel, just to, to kind of cl- close it out, as somebody who's a conscious 14-year-old, do you feel like you are starting to move to a place where you have to make your own decisions? Can you see that? Like where you can't necessarily rely on your mommy to make decisions for you? Is that scary or is that, like, are you excited for that? Um, It's scary sometimes because... Um I don't know, like, I have, like, I obviously have people backing me up, but, like, let's say I'm, like, with my friends, like, um, I have to make that decision on my own. Both excited and scary at the same time. Okay, Tani, you've been an amazing guest. You were fantastic. Thank you. Okay, thank you for joining us. Uh, I want to remind you to uh, follow us on um, on Apple or any of the podcast formats and uh, also give us a five-star review. It uh, really helps us out. And I want to thank our intern, Tani, for joining us and uh, for being an awesome son. Thanks. All right. Thanks for listening to the Consciously Podcast. Consciously is a project of The Living Room, which is a division of Our Place New York, and made possible by the kindness of the Capellius family in memory of Tsipora Basravaron. The host of Consciously is Menachem Posnansky and produced by Chaim Kohn and our trusted assistant to the regional co-host, Shmaya Hanekman. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on Apple or wherever else you get your podcasts. We sincerely welcome and appreciate your feedback, so please feel free to email us at consciously62 at gmail.com or on our Instagram and Facebook pages.